Shotgun Rider Podcast. I'm Joe McDonald. TJ Moran. Jackson Long. And TJ Moran. Welcome. Didn't get to do that last week. I know, right? Hey, it was just you and me. Yeah, we were all alone and it was raining outside. I, I was a little upset with that. I, I, I would have liked to have said it twice, but I mean, two people, you just go, TJ Moran, Joe McDonald, TJ Moran. Now you just sound like a prick. Exactly. <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> Maybe. Add one more person. No asshole. Yeah. Less asshole. I mean, not that I'm not going to have an asshole after this. Like... <laughs> I'm fine, ladies. It's Everyone, it's everything's okay. Am I a little bit hot? Uh, well, and Jackson was a little bit cool. Okay. Well, we get so cool. We can get a little yeah. bit closer there. Oh, a little bit of vibration. Sorry, folks. Welcome. Now we're welcome to the show. This is how we do things. See now, you, now you Ryan know why I'm on cut. the couch. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot easier to lean into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> For a dramatic effect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just Always. Sit back and makes you guys move it toward me. And then I. Can, if I really want to, I can get real close and go, oh, yeah. You can do that. And then get really far into a Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Randy uh, Savage. I'm glad we know how to play with proximity. Right. <laughs> Jackson. TJ's been having yes. some bevs. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Jackson. We have, been, we have been consuming. Yes. How, uh, how have you been feeling? Um, a lot more not sober than I was a minute ago. Good. That's uh, always a good it, feeling. Don't call it not sober. Not just sober. more fun. More fun. More fun. More Amplified fun. More less conservative. You, less you know, conservative. You know when a fun. girl, when you're talking to a girl and she will outwardly come back at you and be like, you know what? You're so fun. It's because you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's really? Why. Yeah, absolutely. I've never I been called fun. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to the bar, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just not very fun when I drink. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the only real bar story that I have with Joe is the Halloween night story, which we well, have told. We well, have yeah, told we've gone, we've gone over that. Did, did poker? We... we also had poker night at Sliders and in the uh, Crown Pub. Went to the Crown Pub that and BS with the bartender for a while. Oh did yeah, get, that was well. You guys getting really fucked up that night. But no, that, those aren't bars. The Crown Pub is a bar. Crown, was a bar. Crown Pub a classy bar. Crown Pub classy is not a bar. It's a pub. I, exactly. <laughs> All right. Fine. It's not. It's not, a, it's not a place you go to party. Like Sliders party. is a bar. Right. Bondi. No, I would not say that that's a bar. A sports bar? No, I would okay. say that if anything, that would fall under the designation of cantina. Fair enough. I like that. You know what I mean? Okay. I guess I don't like, like what bars. Would you classify as a bar? <laughs> I mean, you you have to classify a bar. Depending on what town you live in. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I can see that. Depending on Fort Collins, Colorado. Right. That's what that's what I'm saying. Is with Fort Collins, Colorado, we are. I mean, we're very beer heavy, so we have the breweries and everything. Yeah, sure. So that has its own designation itself. Okay. But as a bar, I would say that we have a very centralized area for bars, mm-hmm. and I say we have Old town? right. Well, even smaller than Old Town. Just the main square. There's yeah, about just the, just the college strip. six different bars that you can go to within walking it's distance. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's a very hot spot. Yeah. Yeah, Because, yeah, sure. I mean, technically, Drunken Monkey isn't in that square, but it's still really... And say, same with Tony's. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those, those I would classify as bars. Tony's, I would, I would uh, include in that. That's about 
what do you say, a half mile south of the whole square? Yeah, sure. And at, you know, at, yeah, at, it's like a quarter mile. Most. Yeah. So any of you listening at Fort Collins, you know what we're talking about. Well, we're, uh, I'm trying to be as specific as I can for the, for the, for the foreigners. There's, there's, there you go. You can Google Fort Collins, Colorado and look for Old Town. Yeah. Or just come visit us. Or, uh, yeah, or, yeah. You can find us. You can come you ever, find you us. To, what is it, Disneyland? Yeah. Down the main street there. And Google bars. Disneyland? Is it Disneyland? It might be Disney World. I don't know. The main street there, basically, if you've ever been there, you know what Old Town Fort Collins is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like Main Street okay. USA. That was modeled after Fort Collins. The, ar- the architect for Main Street USA grew up <laughs> yeah, in Fort Collins. that is a very fun fact about Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's also now the number two place to live in the U.S.? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. For small town feel anyway or some shit like that. Did your, either of your hometowns, well, I'm going to be a prick about this. Okay. Uh, did any of your hometowns get any sort of designation as a ranked for best place to blank? Uh, God, I wouldn't know if they did. Smoke weed and get high off meth, I guess. Dude, there was a lot of meth. You're you're just going to take that arbitrary designation. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Springfield, Oregon for you. They're known for, or Eugene, Oregon, I guess you'd say, is, uh, there's a lot of tweakers. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I I don't uh, doubt that. There's a lot in uh, Methdesto as well. Mm. Well, West Windsor Plainsboro, New Jersey, was in 2010 voted the best place to raise a child. Oh, that's cool. New Jersey? West Windsor Plainsboro, New Jersey. That's cool. Are are all of you? And I'm including Plainsboro because technically it was just West Windsor, but. Plainsboro is part of the district, so <laughs> fuck off. Fair enough. Are all of your friends well-adjusted? All of my friends well-adjusted? Ex- excepting the ones in this room, because, you know. It's funny, because uh, you talk about well-adjusted in different areas, and it means different things. That's true. Because in my town, it was, well, I mean, it was primarily very artistic, because you had, oh, God, this is going to be a, a, a bit of a story. Okay. Okay. Since Princeton was right by my hometown, it was very influential on the surrounding areas, but Princeton is regarded as an Ivy League, or quote-unquote, it was like, oh, you you have an Ivy League degree? Where? From Princeton. Huh! (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, not like Brown. Right, but the... (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Brown. Um... But the weird thing was is that it almost had a reverse effect on the surrounding communities and made it uh, a very artsy area. Mm. And so it was very heavy in the arts. Interesting. So almost like they were trying to balance the academics with the arts, but they were already very arts-heavy because that's the kind of people that they had there, very passionate people. Sure. That's what I was saying. Um, my friends, they had that very artsy creative influence and so when it comes to well-adjusted it's when you're 16 17 i'm gonna start my own record label and instead of you're in your friend's garage every other day just coming up with music and shit like that no they actually asked their parents and they went out got an llc paid for the licensing agreement actually made the website everything like that and then failed. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shout out to you guys. Love you guys. Keep forming new bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or persistence is key, bros. Right. Keep going. Don't let it fail. <laughs> I actually told them to listen, so they might actually hear that. So, 
We Co- shout wait, out to which, Connor, which one, Colin, and Kevin. Which uh, were these the guys that like the, the play sixteen blocks away, but it's actually fifteen? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If Connor listens to that, he's gonna fucking hate you for that. Love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Connor Haley. He has a uh, a couple albums but out. It sounded he's, better. Quote unquote, the Connor Healy project. He has. Uh, I think it's the wardrobe and then uh, a working title EP. The working title EP, mm-hmm. very very good. It's available on iTunes. So shout out to him. Yeah, hit him up. But yeah, it's. I mean, we were talking talking last week about how it's it's different growing up on on a on a coast kind of thing. You yep. you have kind of a different view because you had you had the beginning of your life mm-hmm. kind of on a coast. Right. But it's up in the corner where coast doesn't even count because everybody well, thinks that California runs rocky. the entire fucking West Coast. <laughs> 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 California's huge, man. There's two it's more really states. Not that big. There's two more states. <laughs> it's only a thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us about that. So about Oregon? Yeah. Well, I mean, the difference between growing up because I moved here when I was 14. No, I know. But so I mean, you, was, I got I got a very mixed. You mixed had you had at least 13 in Oregon. Yeah. So you were a teenager in Oregon, right? Well, I was I was almost fifteen when we moved here, I think. So you like so you and a half. you started your main development, right? There. I mean, what kind of what kind of influences were you getting? Because I know that I'm I'm sure that when you came to Colorado, it was you were young enough where the difference of lifestyle it almost just went. Okay, this is what I'm gonna be, right. and and you were just okay. I'm color. I'm Coloradoan. I adapted very quickly. Exactly. Well, yeah. you kind of have to, especially yeah. when you're that late in age. Right. But at the beginning, what what were what influences did you get from that area? Well, it was, it was very. It's kind of mixed in a sense because um, I grew up on 21 acres of land on the mountainside with a creek running through it, next to a river, freaking out in farmland. Praise the Jesus! And I love that area. <laughs> like that was that was a great childhood growing up. Like I got to go shoot bows and uh, guns in my backyard, and when I was born, I let the dog out. We go run around and go camp out in the woods. We sure. had like forty thousand or hundred thousand, somewhere between there. Acres of like logging land back behind us. So I could sure. park in my backyard and just walk forever. Yeah, that, I mean, incredible. that's ideal. It was amazing. I, I very, my dad was a very mountain man mm. in the sense of a very survivalist country um, hunter. Mm-hmm. So I grew up that way. And that was kind of the lifestyle I grew up with, and I loved it. It was, it was a blast. And then, of course, I went to school in town after elementary school. I went to a middle school in town because that's yep. where everyone was going. Sure. And, you know, I wanted to go be with my friends and everything like that. And I made a whole bunch of new friends there, and we were in a. Like this little suburb, I don't know. It's it's like a suburb, lower income area. Yeah. And it, we had a blast. Like we got, I got into a bunch of trouble with my friends. Like I would sure. hang out with, I played sports, so I'd hang out with uh, the quote unquote jocks, a lot playing sports. Sure. And then I would play hang out with all the hunters and the outdoorsmen and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff. And then I hang out with like the country's cool out here. Right. <laughs> and then I hang out with like the skater slash druggy kids, and we go yep. into a whole bunch of trouble and freaking wreaking havoc all over town. Small yeah. aside, skaters are worse than women when it comes to shaming somebody for who they are. Absolutely. To be perfectly honest, that's how and they keep their groups together. And they're very whiny. They're very whiny. Oh yeah, they're very yeah. annoying. That but way. But then also like that kind of group to also turn into some of my best friends. Oh yeah. But it was the thing, like eventually they became like uh, motorheads in the sense of yeah, very right, gearheads, jeeps, and yeah. The uh, only reason that they actually liked skateboarding to begin with because it gave them an excuse a, to use a, a ratchet, right? Yeah, that it was to use tools and basically had to get a thrill and everything. Yeah, 
I mean, so I hang out with those guys all the time. So I was, I was a floater in the sense of I hung out with everybody. Sure. But I didn't like have my own set group. I was kind of a rogue. I think we all are. Yeah. 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 We kind of are. And Amen. that's why we podcast. Yeah. <laughs> because we float. We float. <laughs> it, boats. Mainly in water. But boats do float in water. Boats good. Good. Um, what what does that? float your boat? If you, what floats my boat? <laughs> no, you caught me off guard there. there you um, go. Let me think. What does float my boat? Well, I do like a good shot of whiskey every now and then. Oh, yeah. That wets my whistle anyway. Do you want to talk about the Russian shot? Oh, yes. I mean, booze is one of our topics. Booze is one of our topics, even on <laughs> iTunes. We're gonna have it. <laughs> We're a little lacking. We majored in it. No. So, yeah, it's true. I have so, a beer that was found on the tailgate. Excellent. Good man. <laughs> um, so how you do a Russian-style shot is oh, typically you'd have a chaser, but we're men. So we, you, what you do is you exhale fully, then you take your shot, and then after you've swallowed, you inhale fully. And it um, yes. it, it makes it work very nicely. I almost want to go do it with the vodka. Do it. Yeah, sure. All right, bullshit. In the meantime, I'll okay. explain what happens. Okay. So we did. We decided to do bring this it earlier. down here. Okay. Yeah, bring it down here. <laughs> earlier we decided to do this where we basically... Who was it that was talking about it? One of us was like telling... Was it you? What are we talking about? You were telling us about the Russian... Oh, the Russian-style shot? Yeah. Yeah. So Joe was telling us about the Russian style of taking a shot. Uh, so TJ decided to try it first. And he does this thing where basically you let out all your air, like all of it, and then you take a shot, and you breathe in very quickly. So, <gasps> right. Kind of thing. Right. Sharp inhale. And so he did that, and all of a sudden, like, he was like, whoa, whoa, and like, had to like, <laughs> walk across the room. I was like, what the hell is going on <laughs> This is like explaining basically like it was like man I'm gonna feel alive now I was like you're full of shit right full of shit <laughs> like just being dramatic yeah and they make me do one and it was impressive <laughs> yeah dude to say the least the look on your face was almost fear at first exactly that, that, that's you, what I said you almost like, looked like you were gonna <laughs> fall down. <laughs> Because <laughs> you let up all your air to the point where you like you, you almost start to panic a little bit, where you like I need to I need to breathe. Stop in. talking about it. You're gonna make me not want to do it. Oh, I got I got I got to finish now. Yeah. But anyway, it's horrible. You let it all out. You take the shot and then you go to breathe in and you know it, your throat kind of stops it like I'll have, I'll a have, little bit midway through your through your throat. I'll have Joe pour for me. Yeah. Make sure that's legitimate. All right. Your throat and uh, it kind of stops and then you almost Don't feel worry. like you can't breathe. Got a lead fist. Oh god! <laughs> it was it was that point where I felt like I almost could breathe in and I needed to. Oh, it, was that point it would have been perfect. I mean, it's only about a shot. All right, is that the right size? Right amount. Yeah, yes. that's the right amount. Jackson, do you want do you want the Shut maple up. or the? It was sh- supposed to be magic because I've already done one of these. Yeah, you've already done. Oh no, you've Two. only done one. No, I've only done one. This but is this would be my second shot. So it was at that point where you start to breathe in and you've already taken the shot where you realize like a little bit's left in your throat. And you're almost like, you must panic just a little bit. Yes. You're just like, oh man, I can't breathe in or else I'm going to breathe in. Freaking alcohol is stuck in my exactly. throat. Exactly. Then you That's feel, you the feel, beauty of it. You feel awake. All it's right. like a shock to the nervous system. So, la- ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is your basic premium red label vodka. Number 21 triple distilled. Comes in a goddamn plastic bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not impressive. No, not at all. <laughs> hey, but it's not the worst thing you could be drinking. Shout out to true. Shout out to Fawn Rims. 
Yeah, Fonrims. Is that how he says his name? <laughs> it's not forwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to stand for this. I used to play in the band. Oh my god. <laughs> Vodka's. Oh wow. Way worse. No, better? it's better. Way better? What? No way. That's well, actually awesome. Yeah, that... that's probably why they do it. But anyway, maple time. But how so? <gasps> You're gonna... Delightful. You're going to think I'm nuts. But that. L- when you aerate the vodka on your tongue, yeah, it tastes like <laughs> potatoes. I mean, <laughs> no, this is this is gonna be bad because I said it was good. You know that freon taste that you get with uh, a slushy? Yo, sure. Or when you eat a refrigerator, of course I know that <laughs> taste. What the fuck are you talking about? No, that like almost uh, chemical, artificial. Ice taste. Oh, okay, sure. Like, it's not been frozen in the proper way, but fuck it, it tastes okay anyway. Kind, <coughs> kind of. Sure. It's like when you, uh, like it's so cold. Like a slushy is so cold mm. that you almost can't even taste the flavoring anymore, oh, sure. and you just taste yep. the ice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that flavor. Right before you get a brain freeze. Right. It's just like that. Okay. It's just like that. Really? Oh, it's just like that in general. Yeah. Excellent. It, it, that's what so it tastes like. A- Far throw from what I figured with that cabin people. Well, you give it a try. Okay. There's a, your own glasses here. <laughs> so Jackson did this the first time. Good man. And he thought I was Bullshit. just bullshitting out my ass. Yep. And he'll probably man up and be all right with it this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, no, I got it. But immediately... He said basically everything that I had felt the same way. <laughs> it kicks drag. you in the ass. <laughs> talking about that panic thing. Yep. You're like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm around just people. I can't just throw up on myself. <laughs> yeah, I might die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for a second. It's, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You, oh, no, you know what? It's the same kind of fear that you get when you're peeing and you need to sneeze. Oh. Your body can't do that at that. the same time. I don't think I've ever experienced When you that. need to sneeze, your body goes, Stop pissing! Because it knows that if you don't, you might blow your asshole out. You know what? <laughs> Where did you hear that? I, I just think it's valid. I've never it's a heard valid that fear. I'm, that, that, that makes sense to me. <laughs> I'm going to let I'm out some super personal information here. It, it, enjoy. Or I don't this know. Is a safe place? I don't know. It, it, this is a safe place. Right. It's just you two guys. <laughs> Who the fucks listens to our podcast? <laughs> I can has friends. We're yelling at the wind. <laughs> We're yelling at digital wind. No, but seriously, when hmm. when it comes to that fear, I've never experienced that because probably a stark eighty percent of the time, this is saying strictly in my own house by okay. myself. Okay. I'll sit when I pee. Okay, I'll fair say enough. it. Fair enough. Is that because you want to like play phone games and look? Oh at the hell internet? yeah! <laughs> okay, yeah. then that's acceptable. There's that's fucking fine. dimples right above my knee, right where my elbows go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
I'm in the same boat. Hey! <laughs> I'm there. We're all coming in, out there. I'm there any time that I'm already naked all the way. We'll have, yeah. we'll okay. have to make it a t-shirt. Shotgun Rider sits when they pee. We sit, <laughs> no, no, no. On the front is when nobody's looking, dot, dot, dot. I, I, I sit, sit when, when I, I pee. Well, you, ladies are listening. you need to understand. Man, to go sit on the toilet is just like, okay, I'm good. Well, it's a great feeling. No, if anybody understands, God. it's it's one it's women. Oh, that is delightful. I don't think they, I don't think that's they understand way the joy that we right? take from that's sitting way on the better. toilet to take a shit. What? I don't think they understand the joy we take in taking sitting down on the toilet to take a shit. It's just a peaceful moment. Well, that's because society dictates what? that they're supposed to be fragile, oh, dainty, right. and quiet. And by the way, they don't fart. They don't poop either. <laughs> it's strawberry soft serve and rose petals. They do not poop. Since it's only butterflies really and really unicorns and rainbows. If it's you all that comes out of there. If yep. you also believe that women don't poop, get at us at underline shotgun rider underline on our Twitter feed or get at our Facebook uh, backslash shotgun rider podcast. Yeah, or just search shotgun rider on Facebook. You'll find us. Well, I was being all official. Oh, okay. You know. Well, you know, I just just to help people because <laughs> I don't type in a URL. We've been drinking vodka. My my emotions are high. Or you can even leave a comment on our uh, original episode postings on shotgunwriterpodcast.com if you really wanted to get intimate contact with us. And if you've actually been on our page multiple times, we'll uh, s- switch out that old NASCAR video that we have That's on there. True. We need to get a new video. We need to on put there. something That's more relevant. Oh yeah, it, it's like two week, three weeks. Yeah, it's, it's oh, way more than that. It's been there like three weeks. No, really? You've that, time's been flying. three months. No, not three no. months. Absolutely, I guarantee you. I'll check. Guarantee you. I'm gonna check. Go this. ahead and check that out. In the meantime, I'm gonna take the shot because you're sitting here staring at me. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Do it the same way. You you'll get that uh, that freon flavor. I it don't. Oh yeah, <coughs> I didn't get the free. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got it. Just you, a little bit. I got right. It's it's on on the very end of it. It's yeah. very subtle. It's yeah. Like when you have an icy. It was. It almost that's taste, less syrup and uh, more ice. It almost tasted awful. more like um. Ugh. That's that. That's all if you like vodka. Right. You don't drink gin either. Tasted more like cologne Sometimes, to me. Not a lot. Right. I don't know. I guess there's no log on when I mean, it comes to that video, but we'll change it. I mean, you would have more likely drank gin when you were at the uh, old house with uh, Caleb and Donnie. Donnie and then uh, Nolan were there for a little bit. Nolan barely drank. No, he got heavy into it later. Really? I think. No, but when it was me, Caleb, and Donovan, damn, that place was, we were drunk all the time. One <laughs> of us was pretty much drunk. More bottles Dude, of Rumplemints than I've ever yeah. seen. Anytime any of us was oh, there, man. someone was drunk. Yeah. Someone I don't was drunk in the house unless no one was Well, there. I mean, that's just what bachelors do oh, when man, they're of age. I enjoyed them in those You know what I find funny? When you go to most liquor stores now, yeah. uh, if they have a large area for uh, refrigerated units, yeah. they always have like the peppermint schnapps, all the different type of schnapps, and the rumplements in a cooler. Mm. They sell it cold. Yeah, they do. Hmm. Cause it's, it's fantastic, it, too. Good. Well, right, because it, it's very popular with the... I mean, this is not PC, but it's very popular with the homeless because it's cheap. It mm. comes cold. You can drink it immediately and be buzzed. Yeah, yeah for sense. sure. But you know what they've also added into that cooler? Oh, no. What? American honey. Oh. 
because you need to you obviously need to get American honey immediately chilled. You yes, just need to drink it absolutely. immediately the moment you leave the store. I'd yeah. say it's worse than fireball warm. Mm. I'd say it's thicker. Yeah, well, that's true. It is kind of like old oil. Oh my God, yes. It, when I drink that shit, when it's not completely cold, yeah. which is pretty often <laughs> for when I have it, Yeah. because yeah. I always have fireball cold because it's usually at the bar. Sure. Um, unless it's on the golf course. Unless it's on the golf course. That was pretty chilled. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was probably like 45 degrees. Oh, that's not bad. Right, it wasn't too bad. I guess it did come out of the icebox. Right, and we were also parched as hell on the golf course. Yeah, mm. So uh, anything's going to taste good. Right, but with the, uh, uh, no, it's the Tennessee honey. Or no, if, sure, sure. Uh, what is it? What's Tennessee it? or American honey? American <sighs> honey's the one they wrote a song about. The one with the bumblebee on the bottle. That's, That's American, American honey. Isn't American honey. That's American honey. Yeah. Okay. That, whenever I drink it and it's not entirely cold, it almost feels like the texture. It feels like it's two different densities. Hmm. And what I mean by that is, it's almost like <laughs> if you had like a vinaigrette in your in your uh, and you didn't shake it up or and something. you didn't shake it okay. and then, and then decided separate. to drink it. So you get so the whiskey on the top and then the honey uh, on the back. Exactly. Like it, yeah, it's I like you that. you get all yeah. honey and then yeah. there's the alcohol with it. Oh, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like you got the alcohol and then someone like basically made it thicker by pouring molasses into it and didn't quite mix. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, yeah, I remember that. I yeah. Most if I you think drink most cold, liquors I'm okay are fine. Cold. I'm okay with it. Well, because with it cold. It almost, uh, with the free, the almost freezing process of it, yeah, it almost creates a bridge between the lighter density to the heavier density, right? Yeah, because then it just kind of feels your tongue like, can't differentiate it. Well, it it begins and ends nicely, right? Exactly. There's not like a jarring difference between textures, right? You can st- you get the sweet without getting all that bitter in between. Mm-hmm. That's su- uh, hyper bitter, right? Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it all goes back to that, uh, what was it, Zombieland? Or I was like, uh, with the snowballs? It's uh, not the flavor. It's, it's the, the texture. texture. <laughs> yeah. I don't like coconut. Which is actually true. I hate yeah. coconut. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, it, I, it I like a, a pina part. colada. That's about the only thing I like coconut in. What's the one thing that most people will say to you that you say that you don't like? Okay. And that if you say that in a group of people, they'll come back at you and be like, how can you not like that? Oh. That's a hard one. Yeah, go around first. Yeah, I'm not a picky person. Yeah, exactly. So not a, Jackson, you go me. first. I guess, uh, well, man, I had something, but I can't remember what it was. Raisins. Really? It's raisins. Oh, Damn it. Sorry, I did that to you. No, it's raisins <laughs> for me. I fucking <laughs> hate it. Was, it was an involuntary action. That's radio gold, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Natural... Just organic stuff. Yeah, that was a uh, voluntary reaction to a stimulus. That's why you keep listening. Go on. Raisins. People always ask me, like, I, I hate trail mix because I, I, I feel like. How could so you hate tedious. trail mix? Because I don't like to pick out the raisins and I hate raisins so much. I'm just not even okay. you try it. I didn't fall into it there because that I, I'm I'm the same way. But Are you the, with raisins? Well, yes, I'm the, I'm the very same way with raisins. Right. But when it comes to trail mix. I don't care about picking oh, up the raisins. I, I care. You just sort I of handful it. That's just a principle. Yeah, you just handful it in there. Raisins are Satan. I freaking hate them. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why either. But everyone thinks I'm crazy. I guess the only thing that I really dislike that some people like is carrots. Well, you know, I can cooked eat carrots, raw yeah, carrots. I, can I, I can't do cooked carrots. I'm the same way with cooked carrots. So yeah. yeah. Brussels well, sprouts, I don't like. There's a slight difference. The carrots, that, that brings me to uh, an cool. interesting point. There's a, there's a reason why veggie platters, mm-hmm. regardless of how many people actually hate vegetables, mm-hmm. and there's a stark majority, they just don't like that flavor. Right, sure. They'll get their whatevers and the... Yeah. It, that's the chlorofluorocarbons. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, a veggie platter. Is all about the dip, right? Yeah. Sure. If you there's a good fucking dip with it, yeah, then absolutely you like carrots. Yeah. Mm, I can eat will raw you, carrots. Will you day. eat a carrot with a nice ranch dip? Well, sure. Yeah. There sure. you go. Sure, well, I will. It's, it's a. It, but um, right. Like, I don't like, like cooked steamed carrots. carrots. Who the fuck eats a cooked carrot? <laughs> Uh, a lot of Chinese. A lot of Those are bad people. My mom. <laughs> you are calling the Chinese bad people? <laughs> on, on, That's way more racist than me saying they make good suits. On the star, <laughs> on the stark principle that you cook a carrot. Why would you eat because a carrot? Why would you cook in, a carrot? Into stew or into, in, yeah. into soup. Like, yeah, it's cooked. It's or like, into it's or a into fried rice crunch and just tastes like ass. Yeah. yeah no, ass. right there's no, no there's no need for it. I don't yeah. I don't like cooked carrots either. People do it yeah. all the time. But there's no reason to cook a carrot. No, That's I true. Mean, it's That's true. I'd rather it, have raw carrots. Right, even in like um like if they put it into a soup or a shepherd's pie. Yeah. Give nice. it to me raw. Like let yeah. me get the crunch, the different texture. Come yeah. on. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Shepherd's pie though, I can like I won't notice a carrot. That's like it's mostly co- meat. It's like cooking celery. Yeah. Why that's would you true. cook celery? I don't like you celery eat celery either. because it goes yeah. and has peanut butter on it. Well, <laughs> ranch. I like ranch. Okay. Fair well, enough. Ranch oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you're dipping, like well, with, any kind with of the peanut ranch. butter, a lot of the times it turns into peanut butter with celery on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you, know, you know, like a lot of people don't like broccoli. You know what I'm saying, right? You know, you know, yeah. Joe, Joe knows what I'm saying. You know, I know what you're saying, TJ. Praise the Lord, Jesus. Aha. Uh-huh. Thank God we actually do have limiters. Was <laughs> I hot? I was trying to be nice about it. Well, I, yes, but we're hot because you guys are far away from the mic, so. Oh, I have a very piercing voice. No, it, no your voice is good. Don't uh, worry, TJ. Oh. Don't feel bad oh, about it. Yay. <laughs> it's, it's the vodka that's making me emotional. I'm, <laughs> I got a shitty voice for radio. We're good at it. <laughs> No. Got a face for radio and a voice for silent no, movies. No, but we're, we're we're very eloquent individuals. It's uh, it's not a matter of trying to say whether you're this or that or educated or not. It's it's all a matter of opinion and your development of your psyche and all the concepts that you bring in and what time you bring those concepts in. All the concepts that are mashing back and forth and contradicting each other. It's like a horrible soccer match. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. I, I brought in some uh, current events. World Cup. World what Cup. up? I can't think of the Man, name I don't of that. Give two shits about soccer to the world. Shut Cup. the fuck up. I can't up. think of the name of that but pretentious I the preschool. I the Otherwise, Cup. I would call you that guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thrive on being that guy. Uh, <laughs> he, no, he's, but seriously, he's a faith healer. World Cup. <laughs> this is this is a year that you should watch it. Oh yeah. The, this is the first year that the Americans are legitimately being taken seriously. No, I enjoy the World Cup. Because in all friendlies, we've done very well. Yeah. And it's not like 
I mean, the first year we were in the World... Well, not the first year we were in the World Cup, but uh, the previous World Cup when we had just barely made it in because we had a draw with fucking Mexico. <laughs> well, Mexico's pretty good. Half of Mexico teaches the Americans how to play soccer. Exactly. What do you think you do in high school? <laughs> uh, yeah, my painter taught me how to kick a soccer ball. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, in all fairness, he was from El Salvador. My best friend Tim was Honduran. <laughs> he was team captain as a freshman. Jesus. It was that's ridiculous. Cool. That's really cool. Good, good. Yeah, everybody has their talents. Yeah. Jackson, what are your talents? Talents. <laughs> Silence. Deer in the headlights. Talents. What are my talents? I've never thought about this. You can write fairly well. From I can what I write fairly well. I'm yeah. a great bullshitter. Good, good. When Bullshitting is, writing, a great, is a great thing. Faking my way through school? Yes, I am very good at that. Good. When it comes to papers and stories and stuff like that, I am fantastic at coming up with shit out of nowhere and making it sound smart, even though it's nonsense. And okay. you're, you're good at getting um, laid without really trying very hard? This is true. <laughs> so do you think all prose writers are good with women? No. Not at all. So how, how does that make sense? Because that's the generalization you just made. Bam, lawyered. No, no, no. Actually, I was making two separate observations about Jackson's character in general, and they are uh, could be mutually exclusive, but are not always. Counterpointed. <laughs> Objection sustained. I, I guess, Welcome to, to debate in <laughs> class. I guess my ability to bullshit boils over into that aspect of it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Well, right, well, right, right. See, Jackson hmm. has the... Uh, he, you have the social intrigue. You have what they call the emotional quotient going for you. So you can understand a person very well. He's a pretty boy. <laughs> well, that too. He's also very uh, charismatic is what the professionals would call it. Kid, but I don't know kids wearing a t-shirt, gym shorts, and gelled hair. <laughs> yeah, he always works. Yeah, today. Excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers. <laughs> no, but I think we all, all share the, the ability to. I mean, it's the reason why we podcast is the, the, the ability to carry on a conversation. Yeah, we've kind of got the gift and/or curse of Blarney for the most part. Do you think that that helps with the whole horse thing? With the ability to be able. I mean, because with. Conversationalist, you have to be able to think on your feet and apply a suggestion to somebody without them really realizing it. Right, sure. And then them accepting that and having their movement be natural. Mm. Yeah, well, I think there's a, I think there's, I think there's a place for that on a (laughs) t-shirt. There's and smoke it absolutely. There's definitely an aspect of being able to express your ideas, uh, in especially when teaching somebody how to ride, Um, and especially you know being loquacious, you can express the same idea in multiple different ways from multiple different points of view, Mm. which can help a lot when you're explaining a concept to somebody. So I think sometimes that conversational teaching is really useful because you can get somebody to react without realizing. Mm -hmm. But then the teaching aspect comes in. Once you sustain that reaction, then you must make them realize it and make it a conscious action. Oh, yeah. And and that takes maybe... um, So conversationalism and loquaciousness are two... uh, boons to a to teacher but uh knowledge of horse and riding i think is is 
first and foremost, you know, in order to be able to even teach the concepts. I'm you just need si- that ability to speak in a, in a way that you can kind of... Speak control. intelligently yeah, about a subject. And kind of control what's going on in order to teach. Yeah, mm. sure. Like it's, the same way yeah. with, it's the same way with sales. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, I mean, you got to be able to control the conversation. Absolutely. It, it's also it's a way to gain respect. Yeah. yeah. Because if you, it, it's not... Because that's what sort of reaction you'll get from most people when somebody's trying to portray that intelligence in a conversation and trying to move it consciously and be good at it. Right, sure. Is that can come under the belief that that's condescension mm. and that you're saying that I'm better than you so you should obviously take what I'm saying for granted and that it's absolute truth. Not for granted. And I get what you're saying. Well, no, I'm saying that there's there's a fine line being able to do that as opposed to doing it intelligently and everything feeling natural. It, yeah, it comes down to skill with it, I guess. That's what, people, yeah. Some people can make it sound like they like they're almost come off pushy. Yeah. They almost mm-hmm. come off kind of like kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's people who can do it so fluently that you're just like, oh, okay. I'll you're do so that. sucked into the sure. conversation. You're just like hanging on every word. It's like they're good at it. And so you're just like, wow. Sure. And sometimes there's the combination of the two. This they're a true. dick and you're terrified of them, but mm-hmm. everything they say is gold. So you then, have to listen. But and, yeah, exactly. And depending on the situation, like maybe that's exactly what you want. Sales, like that's, that's a control. You can't, yeah, you can control a conversation yeah. in that way for there's, sure. There's a weird part about that combination side, though, mm. is that when you mix those two, sometimes it can come off as unconfident. Oh, you know I what see, I mean. I can see what you're saying there. What you're, I, I, I didn't more, think I of ignorant. that direction. Mm. Oh, ignorant. I would say ignorant. More ignorant. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a harsher word for it. I was trying to be not, a little nicer, but hmm. you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> ignorant about taking into account other things or well because it almost seems as self-conscious so that it could come off as ego yeah or mm. blissful ignorance mm. or stupidity mm. in some sense yeah absolutely absolutely you come off as a moron you, you sure you can and if you make a especially if you make a conclusion that is then later proven false, and you are cut no slack because you have those dickish mentalities. Right. Mm. You know, whereas if somebody's nice, you're willing to cut them more slack and sort of overlook those shortcomings exactly. for the you more intelligent observations. Yeah. You want to give them a little forgiveness. I don't want to take us into something too psychological, yeah. but that just brings an interesting point to my head of the fact that... I have to stop saying the fact that. <laughs> it's a really bad habit. Um... Unless it's a fact, then it's perfectly valid. <laughs> Everything inside my head is a fact. It's whether it holds up against society. Uh, but the kind of thinking that you can... Oh, I'm about to lose it. The... Oh, I had it. I had it. talking about intelligent conversation and... Don't want to bring it too psychological, but... Yeah. Don't want to bring it too psychological. Oh, the fact uh, <laughs> I went straight into the fact that uh, that somebody can okay, bring me back around. I'm gonna remember it. Don't want to bring it too psychological, but the bring fact it, that bring it too <laughs> thank you. Bring it too psychological that one a person can be almost separate from their own personality. Uh huh. When it comes to society making them who they are. Ah. So that you can be born with a who you are. That's ba- I would call I would call that your personality. Sure. It's just how is it how those extremes are managed. Mm-hmm. 
but then you again you gain abilities mm -hmm. to be a conversationalist. Hmm. And in the so, professional world, basically, you put on a face, right? And so there can be the combination of you can be very very good at what you do, but your person personality holds you back, hmm. or your personality is very complementary to the thing that you do. Mm -hmm. You're just not good at it. Sure. Like yeah. You're just, uh, it, and that's where that unpracticed, ignorant kind of thing comes out. Sure, sure, absolutely. And you could take that across all the boards, horses, any fucking thing. Medicine. Yeah. In my job, selling cars, that's exactly the thing yeah. I fear most. In the sense of going up to someone with the air of, you know, the way I have to do it. In the sense of I be confident and in control and everything like that. Mm -hmm. and know my stuff. And I come off, I say something dumb or incorrect or something like that. To the point where basically it makes well, me think, like, oh, he's... He comes off good, but he doesn't really know. Well, as long I guess my biggest fear, as then if, I, I'm, I'm, I have no credit after that. If you're, if you say something and it's proven wrong, mm -hmm. as long as you take responsibility right. for that, you know, say, "Oh, I'm sorry," incorrect yourself, or maybe I should go look that up for you. Then your credibility is sustained. Right. The moment you cling onto it and say, "No, no, no, I am right," and you, when you're obviously wrong, that's when you become a fool. Yeah, yeah. I have a question then. That's an interesting point, because if, say, you were in that situation that you're talking about, that you're in this car sale kind of thing, mm -hmm. and you weigh in on any historical inaccuracies that I'm, that I'm saying. Okay, I know any. <laughs> it's, well, not historical. It's, I don't know it's, shit about cars, it's, and I sell them. <laughs> no, it's your profession, though. Okay. Um, well, you don't work in cars. You work in sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a difference. There is a difference. You can believe that. Like I said before, I'm a great bullshitter. I can right. bullshit my way through a presentation. Mm hmm. So, if you went out there with the confidence that you had, how scared are you? How scared can you be on every transaction that that's that one person that takes confidence as a threat to them? Hmm. I'm not sure I understand exactly. Because there are many people out there in this world where, um, let me cover the mic a little bit. You remember the guy that you sold the kind of like to? You're gonna sell the convertible to him in the summer. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So Jackson had this transaction with very well-to-do guy. Mm -hmm. He was very successful, had a family, and this was a family purchase. And in order to be that successful, you have to be confident. Unless you're oh, yeah. super you do, you super really behind the confidence. scenes, connected, really, really smart. But that's mm -hmm. so unheard of these days. Yeah. There are people that if you... Because the only way that he's going to respect you is being confident and honest. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what he expects... Well, what he expects out of the world is not that. Mm. And so that's what he wants. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. They they respect me more when I come off that way. Right, but there's also the people out there that they go into it expecting that truth and honesty, and they never get it. And so when you bring that truth and honesty to them, they just wholeheartedly won't believe it from the get-go. In the sense that they won't trust you because of your because, sense of confidence? I, well, or yeah, and even in the fact that you are a salesman. Oh right. yeah, no, no, that happens all the time. Yeah, people I mean, come in, people come in the dealership. She doesn't have a terrible reputation. Terrible reputation. Which is funny because horse brokers don't have the. 
I mean, they do... They do... Do-do. Uh, <laughs> they do See, do have reputations. Yeah. Um, but it's not that sort of salesman kind of thing, because... I mean, I guess, I guess well, the thing that you would need as a salesman to bring that that honesty back across the board for the entire market mm -hmm. would be something mm -hmm. that you do extra. Right. So like, I'm, I mean, I guess that would no, be your, exactly. your, your dealership, the respect of your dealership, which then brings respect to you as a representative of that. Right. Mm. Right. That, mm. that's, so that's with horse brokers, you're, you're, you're well, part of this barn. So you're respected right now, unless you go to that barn then, Eh, those deals are a little janky. Right. Well, yeah, and That's horse brokers, yeah. horse brokers have also done a beautiful thing, uh, which is rebranded themselves. Mm. Because if you think horse trader, then you you realize all that you know nasty underground. Oh, they're probably just horse wrestlers that changed a brand, and they're gonna go to the market and sell a bunch of horses for as cheap as they can. They don't. Oh, care. absolutely. You know, so horse broker though. They're more upstanding. They're like your stockbroker. They wouldn't steal from you, would they? And I just gotta say, if you've never looked at a brand and said, "I could put a brand over top of that and nobody would notice," you haven't ridden enough horses. <laughs> you haven't seen enough brands. Yeah, looked at enough cows' asses. I don't know what brand. It, I don't know what brand it was, but I could have sworn that there was a uh, a ranch brand that. I could have easily turned into a Holsteiner uh, um, breed brand. Really? In, in a heartbeat. Jeez. I mean, it was a, it was like a 16-1. Um, I mean, I guess it would be like, um, like an Arab with a... Um, it looked like an Arab with a Welsh, which sounds absolutely <laughs> ignorant. Especially but that's for 16-1. Right, but that's what it looked like. Okay. 16 so the, hands, one inch, Jackson, so that every hand is no, four inches. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I've never fucking realized that. Yeah, every hand is four inches, so. Well, no, I, I've always known that it's four inches, but I've never put it together that... This is groundbreaking, ladies and gentlemen. That the reason that we only go up to three... Is because then the next would be four, and that's the next hand. Yeah, I never realized that. Oh, cool! I just thought it was a industry standard accepted rule that it was like it goes one, two, three, then <laughs> the next that one, two, three, next yeah one, two, three yeah. That's interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Make, makes things much easier. It does make, make <laughs> it, it. It's much more segmented and graduated. Right. Exactly. It's 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 uh, better, shall I say, for actually estimating a horse than the metric system. Oh, goodness. We're talking about measurements. That's true. We we're, are. We're fucking nerds. You know, we're you, drunk nerds. You know I was going to say, I don't understand anything you guys are talking about. So oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what that means? I do believe that we need to regroup, take a quick to, visit to the OR. Do some operating. And we'll be right back with you. All righty.